on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. We are going to do a brewery takeover. Are we? We are. And it is Other Half Brewing Company. Where's the other other half? Brooklyn, New York. The Other Half Brewing Company beers we'll be tasting today are Max Air, an 8% Imperial IPA. Mylar Dust, an 8.5% Imperial IPA. Cabbage, a 7.9% Double Dry Hop. Guess what? Imperial IPA. Sounds like a theme. The Double Nelson Daydream. 8.5% Double Dry Hop. Imperial Oat Cream IPA. Oh, oh my. Vapor Rings, an 8.4% Double Dry Hopped Imperial Oat Cream IPA. And possibly a mystery bonus beer to round us out. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoke and host the good old boys Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hello, everyone. Hi. This is another sud segment where is beer is good and cold and boys are good and old. I'm <laughs> what? A few of us. <laughs> 36 is not that old. Hey, I represent that. You know, it depends. If you were a parakeet, you would be like uh, pretty yeah, ancient. That'd be pretty old, true. Yeah. Pretty yeah. True. Of course, if you were a sea turtle, you would be like a baby. Wow. I could also be like a baby and like a man baby. My, that's true. Mm. Oh, Why did I just out that's myself? Like one of those fetish so, videos? N- n- no. <laughs> Where are we going? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> no let's New get Back to being not even no, 30 no, seconds no, in. No, no, Stop, stop. I'm okay. just talking about Drew's second job. <laughs> you, you keep the diapers in the garage. Are you holding out on us, Drew? <laughs> Superstar. <laughs> he's famous it in East Germany. The lotion on it again. <laughs> I'll think it's the hose again. Okay. Right. I am good old gal, Juliana, <laughs> with this band of misfits here, but my favorite misfits ever. Joining me at the table today is good old boy Kendall. I'm so happy to be here. I love y'all, and this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Reverend Mark, hello. Hey, happy New Year, and so good to be around the table with great friends and great beer. Probably a few sinners <laughs> here for you to, to preach to the sinners and the saints all together. Speaking of good old boy, Drew, how are you feeling rather saintly? Thank you. <laughs> yes, I see that halo. Indeed. It's newly shined, really, isn't it? Very, very much so. Good old boy, Dave. Hi, I am the gangster of love. I am the Lothario of hearts. 
<laughs> Something. Wow, that's impressive. Well, today we are going to do a brewery takeover. Are we? We are. Are we? We are. Are we? But we are. <laughs> yes. Owen? And it is Other Half Brewing Company. Where's the other other half? Brooklyn, New York. If they're the other half, where's the half? The half. Yeah. The half first half? half. Yeah, think about the it. first half yeah. might be in Chicago, might be in California, Top might be half, in Nashville. Half, left half, right half. What what kind of halves are we talking about? Yeah. Hobby the th- halves? The third half? The- Whoa. Yeah. Oh. That's like Matrix level. True. <laughs> I was thinking more like Jean-Paul Sartre, or, you know, maybe some... Oh, well, you are our cultured person. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. Cultured like bacteria. No exit out of that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good boy, Dave. Yes. Why don't you hit us with some knowledge on the other half brewing company? In 2014, Sam Richardson, Matt Mohanan, Monahan, and Andrew Berman founded Other Half Brewing Company, a local brewery in New York City with a simple mission. Confuse people with their name. No, uh, <laughs> to create beers that they wanted to drink from a company that they wanted to be a part of. Their vision was to build a passionate team that brewed great beers in the state of New York. This is the worst marketing speak I've ever read. I'm sorry, other half. And they're ending sentences with prepositions. This is really bad. Wow. The critiques have already begun. (laughs) (laughs) Done so with effort and thoughtfulness to represent the other half of the industry. Today, the other half team crafts beer in their Brooklyn brewery. But what about the first half of the team? Making beer over here. Uh, They're dedicated to collaborating with breweries both in New York as well as across the world all the way down to Nashville, Tennessee, in an effort to constantly move the industry forward while elevating the craft. The other half team believes that local breweries play an important part or role in their communities, which is why they partner with the... These other like-minded brewers and brands. I fell asleep local, five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> local things across the thing and the world, but always return to their home state of New York. Yeah, yes, Blarty, basically, Blarty, wow. Blarty. we know you're from Brooklyn, New York. You've said Dave, it like 75 friggin' times. Well, Dave got bored halfway through reading that. I could tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just a lot of like. A lot of uh, words. We want to push things forward and do it better. And they're going to circle back and, and we're from you know, change the paradigm. And, and have a good synergy. Good. You know what? If their beers are good, all this goes away. Yeah. This is true, right? This is true. So okay, well, someone who works in marketing, thanks. I know bad marketing. Thanks yeah. a lot. I'm actually, I'm really excited about this. I am, in, I am excited uh, too. Oh, yeah. I am. They make good beers. They do. And what's interesting, okay, so you know that I'm like the website person. Oh, and yes. I'm, the, yeah, and I'm the girl. What I like though about. <laughs> other than She's girl. the late what? What I like about other half. Bearded lady. Is that they not only have, you know. They're in Brooklyn, but yeah. they also Are they have in a Brooklyn. Because I I didn't read that here. Oh wait, yeah, I did seven times. Sorry. Okay, jerk. They are also in Washington D.C. Um, they're also in the Finger Lakes, 
and what? in Rockefeller Center, which I think is really kind of cool. And then they also do pop-ups in various parts of New York, including Buffalo. I love Buffalo. I know. Isn't that cool? Town. I like Buffalo mm-hmm. much better than, than I like cattle. Well, other Manhattan. Half. Yeah. The other half of the state. I'm... I I have a soft spot for Buffalo. Buffalo, I home of there uh, Sponge Candy. I love yes. Buffalo. Yes, yes. What Sales a great mafia. place to drink beer and eat wings. Shout know, out right? to Sponge Candy. It's <laughs> good. Don't want to know. It's a thing. No, it's a candy? thing. If it's you've a thing. Never had Sponge Candy. It's like you've the never really episode. been to Buffalo. So it's a thing. With the lane. It's a thing. Oh no, that's Sponge Worthy. Sorry. Yes. Okay. SpongeBob. So thank you, good old boy. Dave for uh, starting us off. I don't off. think I really contributed. Yeah. Okay. Go to boy Kendall. Please help us. Reel us back in and please give us today's lineup, which I'm excited about. The other half brewing company beers we'll be tasting today are Max Air, an 8% Imperial IPA. Mylar Dust, an 8.5% Imperial IPA. Cabbage, a 7.9% Double Dry Hop. Guess what? Imperial IPA. I'm sensing a theme. The Double Nelson Daydream. 8.5% double dry hopped Imperial Oat Cream IPA. Oh, Oh my. Vapor Rings, an 8.4% double dry hopped Imperial Oat Cream IPA. And possibly a mystery bonus beer to round us out. I remember when I was a kid and my my parents would take me to town, uh, you know, cause we live in the country. And if I was really good, they would uh, take all us kids out to get a nice oat cream. I was thinking oh, a fresh I, bag of Mylar I dust. I thought if you were good, they brought you back home. <laughs> <laughs> was he the little piggy that went to market? I was the one that, uh, yeah, if they brought you back home, you, it was only to do chores in the yard. Yeah. Okay. More hands Mommy, can work. I have a vanilla oat cream? How do you mm. cream an oat? Cream a wheat. If you can cream a wheat, you can cream a oat. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere Rip Tord is smiling down on us. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Kendall, that was awesome. Reverend Mark, do you mind giving us the suds ratings In your today? best Brooklyn accent. I don't know about Brooklyn. I'm from you know where. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I won't. I won't insult. Where? Yeah. <laughs> where? Nowhere. I want to know. I'm aiming for the Midwest here, folks. Um, all right. We will be discussing and rating these beers with these suds ratings plus our signature Belching sounds. Here are how the ratings go. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two, was that a belch? Number three, ah, what a relief. Number four, a body should really not make that sound. And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Thank you very, very much. Good to get that out. I know, right? Better out than in. Ooh. Okay. That's what she said. Let's get to the beers. Now, first of all, 
a little shout out to my friend Maddie B because he was able to bring these to us very fresh. Shout out Maddie B from New York. But also, granted, we have a lot of hazy looking things in front of us today. Are you talking yeah. about Mark? Yeah. No, I'm talking about <laughs> That's the no way to talk about the beer. Um, I'm talking about I'd mature be, among us. I'd be purple haze. Thank you very much. <laughs> All in your eyes. <laughs> But what I was getting at is just because we happen to have a nice amount of hazy type of imperial IPAs in front of the table today. Yes, and they are rather hazy. I mean, this is the first time we've had a flight of six beers where they all look the same. Right. Like, how do you and keep they do. them all straight? Like- and they do. But other half is also... Oh, yeah. They also brew a variety of things, and they make some really nice Kolsch's, mm-hmm. and they- Hazy lagers, hazy stouts, hazy- uh, Hellas. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a lager. Hazy odd brune. <laughs> hazy quadrupel. Yeah. They make a lot of different beer styles. Hazy N.A.? Hazy but wine. we will get into this hazy craziness here from Other Half in just a minute. Hazy brewed IPA? Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Today's episode is going to be how to cream an oat. <laughs> sounds painful. That's all how I know. How to cream an oat. Sure. No. Actually, today's episode is a brewery takeover of Other Half in Brooklyn, New York. Yay. Yay, everyone. Yes. So the first beer that we're going to talk about is Max Air. It's an 8% Imperial IPA. They went big with Citra, Vic Secret, and Simcoe for this heavily oated and weeded Imperial IPA. Soft like landing in a snowbank, and how appropriate for maybe the weather in the coming days. Yeah. This is mm, pretty kind tasty. Of like it's it, super it's, soft. I didn't want to like it. It's 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 very um, minty, too. It, it almost reminded me of opening a jar of Vic's Vapor Rub. Mm. But you Not mentioned this. <laughs> Quite the endorsement from wow. Reverend Mark. <laughs> Go back to sleep, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> we used to tie it under yeah, around our waist, as was the practice at the we time. We used to put it into jock straps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. this is, I don't know. It is super, super soft. It but, is. I mean, it's. It's a hazy double round yeah. is like the first thing that jumps into my mind. Okay. Just the mouthfeel. It's very sure. viscous. It's not too sweet mm-hmm. though. No, 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 it's no, not. no. And I like. appreciate I, I wish that. If it had a touch more bitterness, I would really like it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, too many hazies are just too sweet, too juicy for me. I want a little bitterness even in my hazies. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. 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 Especially for an Imperial because they, they tilt in the sweet direction anyway. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like it. Really? See, I'm liking it because I'm getting a little bit of a bitter oh, ending yeah. to it. I didn't it. necessarily well, say I didn't. I, don't, I mean, I like it. It's, it's attenuated, just, so it's not warty. Hey, or, Kendall wants yeah. it a little more bitter on the back end so it just finishes, right? Is that what mm-hmm. you're... Yeah. 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 I, I do like it, though. It, I think it would be as sweet as it is to me. It'd be hard to drink a whole 16 ounce, but... Agreed. Okay. okay. But uh, I'd split one with someone. I'd do like an eight ounce pour of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you feel pretty right. good about it. That's yeah. how I feel oh, about yeah. a lot of hazies. I mean, and especially at eight eight percent. That's I think that makes sense. Yep. You get a sixteen ounce can, you split it with a friend because you're gonna get full quick on this mm-hmm. thing too. Sure, yeah. sure. That's one thing I like about a lot of the IPA breweries that I have visited is the the half pour is kind of a thing. Not the yeah. flight pour, the taster, but the half pour. Okay. 
Not bad though. It's like. it's nice. It's very smooth. And yes, it's like it's pillowy soft. And it's interesting how that's become a descriptive word mm-hmm. when it comes to beer. You know, in this day and age. It's yeah, especially like when the mouthfeel becomes a bigger point than the flavor or yeah. aroma. Okay. It's like, you know, well, there's fruit, but man, is that mouthfeel soft? Yeah. We said that this is you know, these all look the same and they do very much look the same. I will say this one does appear the most like golden yellow straw color. The rest of them like all have more of like an orange or brown tint. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. What hops, whatever that's worth. What hops were in this? This is Citra, Fix Secret, and Simcoe. And I, I'm assuming that it's, you know, that Simcoe that kind of like reins it back in, you know, from being like overly free. I just wish yeah. they had more Simcoe. Okay. Okay. Just to, just to bump up that bitterness. But okay. uh, yeah, I do get the, the Citra little kind of grapefruit kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm digging this. Mm. I, I, I it's, it's, yeah, it's secret. good. It doesn't yeah. necessarily taste 8% to me, though, either. No. You know, I can see it being no. there, though. The viscosity, mm-hmm, yeah. like, like I, there's definitely I, some alcohol I, I to it. I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard with the, the, with the way the mouthfeel and everything is to even get it in context. Is that alcohol? Me. Is that oat cream? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we are going to rate the Max Air from other half a four. Nice. Uh, uh, was it Max Air? Was that um sneaker? That? Oh, I was thinking it was like Air one Max. of those uh, detective shows, like in the nineties, like Max Air, Max Power, Max. Sorry, wasn't uh, that Nike? Max Factor. They can't oh. be winners. Okay. Sorry. okay. Revlon. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about Mylar Dust. This is eight and a half percent ABV Imperial IPA. They took their beloved Mylar bags and swapped out the T90 hop pellets for cryo pellets. It's hopped with Citra, Amarillo, Mosaic Cryo, and then Eldorado and Galaxy T90s. Still waiting for the Galaxy Cryo to exist, but they're hoping it'll happen soon. While Mylar bags has big, deep, dank fruity notes on a full palette, this version is bright and punchy and a little less green. I remember one time when I was in college, <clears throat> me and some guys got a hold of some Mylar dust. So this seriously sounds lost, like... Lost a whole weekend. It sounds like an <laughs> occupational hazard. That was the first thing that I I thought when I read the title. I was yeah. like, this sounds like something OSHA is going to be inspecting. Class action lawsuit yeah. for people who <laughs> inhaled Mylar right. dust. I like yeah. this one better than the, the one we just had. I do less too. sweet, a little more bitterness. This is what I want in a in a big double hazy. And it's right. still juicy. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is actually a really this nice is a beer. really good beer. This is drinkable. I put away a pint of this. And this is an. Even a little bit higher ABV. I, know. I mean, not by much, yeah. but, but still a little it's bit higher. Less sweet, a little more perceived yeah. bitterness. It's easier drinking. It's more in balance all the way through. Right. So Five everything's kind of playing hops. together. Five. And I, and I usually don't like that. Like I'll be honest. Like hop cocktails are usually not my deal. Like this pick, works though. Pick one or two and go with it. But at, you're absolutely right. This actually everybody's playing together instead of. 
trying to fight for their own little piece of not it. moving from yeah. mosaic to citra to okay there's that there's like no it's it's a symphony it's working it's not like a cacophony but if you look at some of these hops so these are some classic bittering hops too so <laughs> yeah. you know, well it, and it, it, it can depend on how they use them yeah yeah, yeah if, true. They're, if they're throwing when, where how you know amarillo and galaxy and early in the boil early you're gonna get hops. a lot more yeah a bitterness 100%. Okay, well, this was something I wanted to discuss is the T90 hops. Like, I know this is like a new generation of hops. So T90 hop pellets are produced from kiln-dried whole leaf hop cones, which have then been hammer milled into a uniform powder and pressed through a pellet dye. The leaf hops vary in oil and vegetative content. So this is even like a more... I guess concentrated, refined amount of They're hops. They're just pounding hops in a column. So basically, a they sieve. powder them, spin them around, shove them into a mold, and bang the crap out of them. Yeah. Yeah. So through tiny holes. And That's I don't know said. if Yakima Chief has like the has the name for it, if you will. Um, but T ninety hop pellets come from. Yakima Chief hops. I always thought, I'm not totally sure about this, that that 90 was a, a percentage. It was 90% of the hop matter gets put in or the put into the hop pellet as, as opposed to the 45, which you're getting, I think, less hop matter and more of just the vegetal part like, of the hop. Like in. whole cluster versus... Yeah, it's been a while since I read up on this, but the, it does signify like a, a little more of like the, the hop matter in the actual more of really the, the crystals. Like the yeah. stems and the, you know, and, and whatnot as opposed to just the, the leaf. And, well, and it's weird because you're, you're, it's like when you're talking about pot. Okay, let's just say this. Well, very like similar plants. Like they're cousins. So... You know, it's stems versus the buds, you know, so you're getting more of the bud and less of the stem. The reason I mentioned whole cluster is because in the wine world, you know, when you're pressing individual grapes versus the whole cluster of grapes where you get these, the stems and, and yeah. everything else to say that the flavors are very different. Sure. And because mm-hmm. you get, you know, how much foot flavor do you get, yep. you know, and it's, it's something to do with the amount they were able to squeeze in the pellet between a 45 and a 90 and I'm yeah. not totally sure the details but yeah there's something going on about you're definitely getting more but there's also something about the 45s can have more alpha acids in them too so i need to go do some reading because it's been a while i have to Mm -hmm. imagine how they kiln dry it too has to have to be gentle too you know otherwise you would think it would how are you not not like breaking down those volumes? oh yeah yeah the drying is amazing that they're able to dry out these hops yet keep most of the flavor yeah, they, the they, would, they, they, they wouldn't volatize it is fascinating right, exactly. how they do it yeah. and just a few percentages of, of a percent like a tenths of a percent out out, out of, with temperature you're going to screw it up mm-hmm. is it kind of like making beef jerky like you have to keep it at a low temperature to you know, so you don't I don't know. I just thought of that. Well, they're saying that mm-hmm. the production mm-hmm. processes are designed to protect and preserve the hop resins by continually monitoring the temperature and cooling of the pellets. So that's as great marketing copy. Yeah. See, <laughs> that's utilitarian. How, that's how you market. I know. I know. <laughs> so the, basically, they have a couple guys over here heating them up. Then they have a couple guys over here who are like fanning it. Yeah. You know, kind of keep it from getting too hot. Or if you do it like in a nitro- nitrogen-filled, you know, environment. Sure. Yeah. 
Okay, well, well let's so get nitrous? into the mylar dust that now about? that we know a little bit <laughs> about it. Oh, we're about whippets. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. This is a good one. I like, I like this. Yeah, oh, this is I a really a solid beer. I would give it this. Yeah. yeah. We are going to rate the mylar dust from other half a five. And yes, this is this is sneaky because it's so juicy and it's so. Yeah. I hate to say it, but fresh, really fresh tasting yeah. Yeah. that I wouldn't think that it's eight and a half percent ABV. It like, starts the way you want it and it ends the way you want right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is this is classy. But, you know, the thing about Other Half, which has always interested me, is their the technology of their hops and what they're using. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't your grandfather's version of... Tell my Reverend Like seriously, there's a there's technology that has enhanced yeah. the hot flavoring oh, of yeah. this. Yeah. You're saying that it's they're the the hops are getting stronger, you know, more um robust. More robust and flavorful over the years and more intense. Yeah. Yeah. Getting out of hand. Concentrating. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be careful. Once they come out with those hop Hot edibles. Madness. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> All right. Next up, let's yes. talk about some cabbage. So other half has been known for beers with the word cabbage as well as beers with the word broccoli. Is there cabbage in the beer? Yes. No. Oh. No, no, there's not. <laughs> But I've always like been fascinated by it is the an fact interesting that interesting beer name, I, right? That the cabbages and the broccolis have always been these like sought after type mm-hmm. of beer styles from other half. And sometimes you can combine all your vegetables, and we have a local brewery doing mixed greens. Mixed greens, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I thought so, you were talking I mean, about V eight. <laughs> Okay, so Cabbage is a 7.9% double dry hopped Imperial IPA hopped with Victoria's Secret, Matuka, Mosaic, and Simcoe. Mosaic. Drew's favorite hop is Mosaic. (laughs) As everyone knows. (laughs) It can work with other things. I liked the Mylar Dust. It was in there along with the entire other palette. Yeah, it's it's a good beer. I don't know. I would say it's better than the two we've I, had so far, but it's. it's I think a good it's beer. better than the first one, and maybe not as great as the second one. Well, I mean, like, it, it is the first one. Just swap the Motuika and the Citra. I mean, it's it's better than Max Hair. There's a little less sweetness, a little more bitterness, which to me is what it all yeah, comes down to. A little to. bit I more just, balance. Yeah. Don't like it. Finishes better than Max Hair, definitely. But I don't get the double dry hop in this. I mean, I. I I get it in terms of what is it, it because says. of the hops? Like, yeah, are may, they softer? It I'm must be. Curious. I'm just yeah. I'm just. It's just not. When I wonder too. Like I mean, we've had these for a couple weeks. So full disclosure. So were they refrigerated? Yes, they were. They've been cold the whole mm-hmm. time. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. But I, you know, like everybody talks about double dry hopping, and and there's a there's a subtle art to dry hopping that. Depending on how you do it, you're either wasting hops or you're really maximizing things. Yeah. And so I'm sure these guys are good at it, but like, oh gosh, have you ever been to their tasting room? They have like two pages worth of 
beer offerings. Like sure. it's, I, I mean, they have this Overload. dialed down to a science. I, I mean, they really, I, I really, 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 I'm, I'm right. sure they're good at it, but w- I guess what I'm saying is, is like, there's, there's a lot to dry, dry hopping that it, it falls away quickly. It does, you know, yeah. and depending on diminishing the, returns. Yeah. And like you said, gotcha. div- depending on the hops too, like it, it's not going to stay there forever. You know, you're going to get the max benefit of that at a, for a certain amount of time. Then it's going to fall away. All right. Okay. But that's fair. Still really that's fair. But I, I like the complexity of flavors that we're getting from these beers so far. You know what I mean? And then also the smoothness of it. Like there's whatever that is that they're doing. It's, it's dialed in. Like yeah. it's a little, it's modern. In the grand scheme of things, it well, there, may be sort of a one-trick pony, but it's a very good trick. Well, very well a, executed. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a pretty middle of the road, well-made hazy IPA, and it's it's good. It's drinkable, yeah. but I wouldn't go seeking it out. But it's it's a good solid yeah. beer. Well, and there's a very close parallel between this brewery and a local brewery that we all know that does a lot of IPAs mixing up the hops, but it's the same formula. Yeah. Too, sure. You know? Sure. Have, we have just they, have a, ver- have a they more done collaborations local before. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I believe they have. They have. Mm-hmm. And that would, I mean, and that would make sense to me. Oh, anyways. of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. Well, we are going to rate the cabbage, cabbage. from other half brewing company. A four. Okay. Let's do something different now. Let's talk about the I double like change. the double Nelson Daydream, which is eight and a half percent ABV. And okay, this is interesting too. That like you know, b- besides the one that we just tried that was seven point nine percent, everything else is either eight or eight and a half percent ABV. Like that's mm-hmm. that's where they're living in in the grand scheme of things for today. This is a double dry hopped Imperial Oat Cream IPA. What the heck is an okay. oak cream? So Seriously. Imperial Oak Cream IPA with hand-selected Nelson Sovin hops and a huge amount of oats and a hint of lactose. A hint. They're just hinting at the lactose. They're just hinting at the gastrointestinal distress that they're going to give over half of America who's lactose intolerant. Okay. Stop it already. So, okay. Uh, In the grand scheme of things, does this look really much different? Don't haze me, bro. Than the others. It is super opaque. Right. It looks right, right. like a glass of orange juice. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Like pulpy thick, OJ. Pulpy thing. And yeah. yeah. With Metamucil in it. So let me ask you guys okay. this. The mouthfeel on this one, is it a lot creamier to you than the last three beers? Yes. We had? Yes, it is. I can't get past the fact yeah. that it smells like burnt. But but let me, something. But yeah. if you but if you didn't have this, like were the was the mouthfeel on the last three beers pretty oh, smooth and, and creamy and nice? It was it was super soft and creamy, but this is even creamier. Yeah. The, yeah. I yeah. mean Yeah. I can tell the lactose is in there. Well, I, but guess, yes. I also can tell they didn't overdo it. Yeah. I wanted to hate this beer and I kind of like it. What did, what did no, they overdo I, it with? I, I do too. I, I know and I get you. Well, so here's what, here's the thing is when they overdo it with lactose, there's a vanilla flavor. Right. And there is. And there's this super slickness on the tongue, which yeah, is not exactly. Right. No, but it's not right. there. Yeah, but they're saying it's a no. hint. Yeah. This so is, it's exactly what it is. Well done. So heavy oat, light lactose. Probably. Yeah. 
I'm kind of digging this. Yeah. Yeah. I really love Nelson am. Sauvin. Yeah. So there's definitely the the aroma is distinctly Nelson Sauvin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. And I'm I didn't realize it was that burnt. I'm kind of impressed that they're using yeah, you know, uh, Nelson Sauvin kind of with this. I, I you know like what I mean? This. Yeah, the yeah. more I drink it, the more I like I it. Could, yeah. I don't, I could drink two pints of this as long as I'm calling Uber. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't drink a full pint of this. This is another one I would want to share because this take big heavy out. feel. I would want. It's I can't got drink that a lot. sweet finish. You know, it goes back to the sweet finish for me. But yeah. this is this is nice. It's, it's, it's a nice, it's pretty beer. good. Yeah, I still want to make fun of oat cream. <laughs> well, we'll definitely gonna always make fun of oat cream. We'll be back in just a minute with more oat cream and other half. Welcome back, everyone. So today we're getting a little hazy. Getting a little hazy and crazy. And Odie. Call me Daisy. And we are talking about a brewery takeover from Other Half Brewing Company in Brooklyn, New York. So the beer that we've been talking and discussing and really kind of enjoying is the Double Nelson Daydream. We're all fans of oat cream. By the Speak way. for yourself. We're okay. We're wrapping our heads around an imperial oat cream IPA. Say it! Say it! Oat cream, kind of like it. Creamy yeah. oat, and I'm not a lactose fan. Oaty creamy. Yeah. Well, we are going to rate the double Nelson Daydream from other half a four. Uh, Man, they're killing it. Uh, I how the yeah. single Nelson. Daydream. Or what about the half Nelson? Is that like Greco Roman wrestling? That'll that'll pin you down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I want to break away a little bit, talk about something that's kind of timely going on. Um, you know, we you know, we're all dealing with COVID. Right now, like I mean, no, I'm not saying we all have COVID right now. We do now. (laughs) I mean, we all made out right before the show. So if one of us had it, we all have it. Creamy. Well, that's kind of (laughs) weird. Hey, you shouldn't have done it. You should have said it before. That's how the oat gets creamed. Don't feel like you were pressured into it, Kendall. Well, anyways, so (laughs) my God, in China. how many of you guys have ever been on a blind date in China? Not in, well, <laughs> not in China. Okay, not in China, but I was on a blind me, date once when I, at the end of the night, I was speaking in Chinese. I said, like, "Were you blind?" Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, anyone who's dated me has been on a blind date because I can't see worth crap. <laughs> but anyways, so um, a woman in China uh, went out on a blind date. Uh, her Apparently in China, like women age more quickly than they do in other places because her family was trying to uh, marry her off. And so they had set her up on several blind dates. And one of the guys uh, wanted to show her he could cook. So she goes on a blind date and she goes to his house and he cooks her dinner. Apparently he was an okay cook. It was kind of bland. Yeah, what were they? What was he cooking? Yeah, um, they don't have the exact dish. Probably couldn't pronounce I'm, it. Anyways. I'm guessing Chinese it was, food. Yeah, yeah. Was it yeah. Yeah. Was totally. it cabbage? Yeah, yeah. that could have been cabbage. Yes. <laughs> Not cabbage or no. <laughs> um, so while she was at his house having dinner, their particular city in China 
decided to have a COVID lockdown. So the police came around and shut everyone up inside their homes. Is this like the, where they weld the apartment doors shut? Pretty much. They're oh. like, yeah, you're not getting out of here. So she was stuck in her blind date's house. Wow. For Aww. four days. Oh wow. my God, four days? Yes. What a great dating service. I was like, that sounds now, like a movie. <laughs> have any of you guys ever been on like an awkward kind of like, you know, like an awkward date? Where Absolutely. You're like, like, yeah. Very, yeah. You know, like you get there and you're yeah. like, okay, and pretty, pretty. You know, early yeah. on into it, you're you're like, nah, yeah, the yeah. Not here. yeah. Julie told me about your first date, so that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So I waited entry level fine dining for yeah, years. Like, I, I have, you I can always tell. Away. Yeah, really. Much so, right like, what, what are the tells if you're a server and you're like, oh, this ain't gonna go well? Well, I mean, first of all, you can always tell they don't know each other. Yeah, you know, I say if one of them arrives separately from one another, but it's, it's the small talk. The the if they hit it off. People either hit it off right away and are able to agree about you know what they're going to order, or yeah. it's just so awkward and yeah. painful. <laughs> well, and I, and yeah. I've heard like horror stories where the guy tries to order for both of them. Ooh, you know? I've never experienced yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. why? You know, yeah. Ooh. Like, I do that for my wife move. occasionally yeah. because no, she doesn't. She asks me to, but like yeah. I'm married to her. We've been yeah. together for eighteen years. Yeah. I That's know what different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's the all always the cell phone backup clause, so that the yeah. usually the, the woman has all. has the call. Oh, yeah. your mother just died. I gotta yeah. go. It's from uh, Letter wow. Kenny season three, right there. Yeah. Wow, the, uh, exactly. Good old emergency call. I've had I've had female diners show up early to the date and, and give me the instruction to give them the emergency. Yes. So here's a couple of quotes from the 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 story so the lady said um that other than the fact that he was as mute as a wooden mannequin um he was okay that sounds very <laughs> harsh and then she said uh, i'm getting pretty old now my family introduced me to 10 matches wow so, well, oh okay dang. but how old is she uh 27 well the one child policy in china at, at her age, there are so few women to men because they boarded a lot of lady. Right. But I mean, girls. like, think right. about like she went to this guy's house planning on leaving. She had to stay there for four days. So like wow. she didn't have a toothbrush, <sighs> you know, um, had like, to use his change of clothes. Yeah. Is there any you know, anything? Yeah, you know, did they what 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 is there to eat other than what they made for dinner? That I apparently guess was whatever plans. that guy cooks, yeah. what you're well, having. I mean, you know? hopefully he, he has cook. a refrigerator full of food or yeah. a pantry. I mean, but even besides that, Hunger like, Games what do you do days? with somebody that you're just getting to know? Play Scrabble. Do they do that? To put a puzzle together? Is there a Mandarin version of Scrabble? Sure, there. I'm sure well, there's seven thousand so pictographs. The lady, mm-hmm. or do you that hope work? that you brought your charger for your phone? Oh, yeah, no. they only identified her by her last name Wang. Um, I didn't make that up. Her her name's Wang. Okay. Oh, poor girl. Yeah, yeah. So she basically <laughs> said this pretty much affected me for life. So, yeah, Wang. yeah. But what do you do if you're stuck with somebody for four days? For four that you days. Can't, you know what I mean? That isn't you like know. your wife or your, yeah. you know, like true know. girlfriend, boyfriend, you know what, whatever. Though, like, would this actually be good? Because like if, if they were yeah. stuck together for four days and it worked out, 
you would know like this is my you would well, have moved through I mean, a lot of yeah. those by that but, point yeah. you would four days yeah. just sure, beyond sure, sure. my imagination but I mean, did it work out yeah. no of course it not. Oh, it didn't. Okay. no it oh. didn't because oh. yeah. but now they know they don't have to go on a second date okay they both don't have covid though right well, I don't you know, as far as you know Okay. You think about it. Were they locked down Je- for no reason? Jesus was only stuck in hell for three days. So four uh, days. That's yeah. there you go. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> well, they wanted to make a bigger saint. <laughs> they wanted to make extra sure. Was the temptation so great? <laughs> All right, let's have okay. another beer. Okay. And we'll dedicate this beer to Wang. Oh. Her- okay. Miss Wang. So this one that we're going to talk about next is Vapor Rings, 8.4% double dry hopped Imperial Oat Cream IPA. This again with the oat cream ring is dosed with all mm. the flavor of heavy citra. Good. Accompanied with Galaxy. Good. Nelson good. Sovin. Double good. Pillowy. Pillowy. Eh. Pillowy. That oats, word again. Raw wheat and lactose. Wait, raw wheat as opposed to cooked wheat? Yep, or it not malted wheat. wheat. Not okay, malted. gotcha. Yeah, so, like well, which is I guess so cooked. raw wheat, a common ingredient in a lot of uh, Belgian, especially like yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, unmalted right. wheat, right. really, right. but not flaked oh. wheat, not okay. flaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, like Hefeweizens, they use that. Um, I think Hefeweizens use malted wheat. Do they? Yes, okay. they do. I knew yes, because yeah. of the haziness. I, I didn't yeah. know. But especially unmalted wheat. No, but the haziness that you're getting from this. Maybe slightly different. Oat cream. This is pleasant on the nose, though. This is really pleasant. I like what the Nelson is doing to this beer. Yeah. And isn't that weird? Because Nelson Sovin, like, tends to be, at least in my eyes, is more... like in the careful what you're saying, Drew. Drew lemony. You could yes. trigger Drew. No. Lemony farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. tending to, you know, like move in that direction like with funky Nelson Sovin. A lot of funky. Beers. No, like funk works. Yeah. I love what <clears throat> funk works does with Nelson yeah. Sovin. Yeah. Like, like Britannomyces and like, stuff. Exactly. Yeah, like get, like was so it the, ten, ten years ago or so, Brooklyn had a beer with Nelson in it yes, that was beautiful. Yes, yes. Yeah. That was awesome, but it was so off the mark for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really enjoying the fact that other half is going like beyond what the normal fresh hops would be you know yeah, what i mean or citrusy good. hops this is really nice well they've had two mm-hmm. beers not that a we... bit of mosaic in it and, and i don't get the lactose Rude. Uh, oh not much you're sad, a little, you know, i get a little, I get a little bit not, but, yeah. but just re- enough it's, it's just yeah. to touch they're using it really well you don't have to have mosaic to make a good hazy ipa nope but this is an <clears throat> argument for somebody that's like really fine-tune on the i mean obviously they're very techy with the hops that they're using the type of hops that you're that they're using and to being able to deliver the amount of different beers yeah you know what i mean in this imperial ipa form like it's hazy well then the the control with the lactose is the big thing exactly exactly like i mean honestly Say what you will about, you know, other half being about this new generation of brewers that is, you know, kind of going a little bit extra in the grand scheme of things. Good word. This is nice. That is Mm -hmm. very nice. Well balanced. Good control. Yep. Did you think when you looked at this 
flight of beers that all looked the same, that there would be this much variation in taste. I was hoping. Hoping, I, I yes, mean, but did there's you There's a lot think? of variation, but there's I a lot of similarity, right. too. Agree. Yeah, well, there it's are. The there are, but... What I like about this, it's almost like being a home brewer and trying like a single hop IPA mm-hmm. like with different isolation. hops, yep. right? To see what's one thing like a, what works like and what doesn't. Batch. Exactly, well, yeah. exactly. Like I feel like they're sort of doing this, but on an accelerated level. Got like five pilot systems they're running next to each other, and so. Yeah. You know. But yep. again, like I also feel like with the Nelson Sovin, they're going with something that may not be mainstream but they're making it mainstream or they're using it in a way that a lot of other people aren't mm-hmm. yeah other than our local that uses a lot of nelson in similar oh, ways fair a lot of similarities there too yeah That's absolutely yeah. absolutely but i'm really digging it yeah i dig it yeah and, okay. and, I, and i don't get the abv on this at all I mean, it, it really oh, okay, this is yeah. right. so it's totally. This is another yeah, one yeah. that mm-hmm. is really like it would sneak up on you. Honestly, of all of them, this one is the most yeah. surprising to me. I don't, all the rest, I don't, y'all. I don't get the ABV at all on this, so that's surprising in a nice way. Of course, we could all just be lit by now. So whatever. No. Okay, so <laughs> vapor rings from other half. We're going to rate a four. Good job. Uh, uh, it's been a pretty nice flight so far. A very consistent flight. Okay, so this is going to be our bonus because we have a couple minutes. Bonus beer. Let's talk about this bonus beer, which is the Juice Collector. 8.2% double dry hopped Imperial IPA. The last of their series of labels with the talented folks at Morning Breath is hopped with a terpy mix of Citra, Citra Incognito, Chinook, Simcoe, Enigma, and Sabro Cryo. Soft, like fruity, a, and dank. Sounds like a bunch of 80s mm, I band mean, names. You definitely get that uh that's in Chinook. I mean oh, yeah. yes. oh my gosh. What a great old school bitter hop out I there. I mean, this is taking mm. me back. Yeah. Like Ooh. aroma itself is just gorgeous. If this did not have this soft mouthfeel, we could start maybe calling this a West Coast IPA. Right. Like a stony kind of. Yeah. It's got that old school West Coast bitterness thing going on. Yeah. Green flashy. It's the most most bitter of all the beers. There's this interesting almost like lemon drop thing going on the front. You still got some juiciness in there. Right. I'm digging this. What a cool friggin' blend. I mean, like seriously. like full rounded flavor of all the beers so far. See, yeah, of the hazy beers that I love are the ones that are bitter too, and yeah. and it tracks back to the hazy beers I first started drinking were the ones from Alchemist, and yep. yes. they all have a solid bitterness balance. to them. Yeah, balance. Yeah. balance. That's the word. And that's, I mean, and that's a key thing, and that's what I'm really enjoying about this is you're getting that like fresh citrus juiciness, mm-hmm. but you're also getting that forest. Ness, yeah. at least yeah, to me, you get the that's piney. what I right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Piney right. resin going right. on, but right. it's such a good balance. Yeah, and I hate to say it, but like we're missing a bit of that, you oh, know, absolutely. in some hazy IPAs. It's the West Coast always balanced out the super dank hops with a really nice malt backbone. Yeah. The milkshake stuff, the lactose just never provided the same kind of balance. Yeah, it's well, right. like, too sweet, different. Yeah. 
Well, like every group tries to get as far away from the previous group as they possibly can. Like, so you have the West Coast IPAs. So then the the New England IPAs try to get as far away from being clear with a nice bitter and caramel match. So it was hazy and juicy. And then you go to the Brute IPA. And then you go to the log or the cold IPA and all this other stuff. Everybody tries to get as far away. You should try to find the best of each thing. Mm-hmm. Really, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Reverend Mark, what do you think about this? To me, this is the best one I've had. Yeah. On the whole flight. It really is. The balance is there. The the kind of juicy fruitiness is kind of, is there, but it's not like hyped up. Yeah. Uh yeah, you got that underlying malt in mm. in hops. So I love it. Glad we saved the best to last. Yeah, I know. Isn't That's that why crazy? It's a bonus. Well, we are going to rate the juice collector from other half a five. Good fly. Well, they all looked like a bunch of hazy boys. But this really, I mean, you can't judge a book by its cover. Unless it's a dirty book. (laughs) Whatever. Isn't that like what's in with shoes these days? Okay, okay, okay. I think this was a really great flight and a really great kind of like taste test of, you know, for all these hazies that there's different version of hazies that are out there. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is going to do it for us today and wrap up our Suds episode. Go to Black Candle. Thank you so much for being here today. I love being here today. It was a great day. Please tell us about your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Reverend Mark, thanks so much for being here. It's so good to start out the year drinking good beer with good friends. Go to buy Drew. And then there was me. <laughs> thanks for having me. Good boy, Dave. Hey, I'm glad we all got together and tried these beers. I know, right? Right. This is good stuff, man. This is good old gal, Juliana. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep on chuggling, and we'll catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.